2: Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST
3: for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time. To prevent a war, I'm Jenna Steber and I play Astra Bluff of a yaddle half felph Oracle, who is exactly who she says she is. And I'm joined by...
4: Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit Resort Spot paladin, eager to help
1: and flex.
5: Caitlin Stadahar, playing Patty Hertz, a ratfolk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese.
1: And I'm Paul Urgemeyer, playing... Tetra! A Florian aromophile, cultivating the roots of a forgotten past by spreading that aromophile feeling.
3: Mm. And we're, of course, led today and for the rest of all time by our illustrious GM and world builder, Justin Green. Justin, how are you?
6: I am excellent today. I'm pretty sure that when this episode (laughs) airs, it's going to be our two-year anniversary (gasps) of the podcast. (sighs) Prepare anything last year we got kneecaps I didn't look up what this year we get
2: <laughs> Oh yeah what baby part did we grow
1: oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> are, are we still counting in months? Are we 24 months old today?
6: Yeah, I think you're still months when you're this young.
1: Okay, and we still measure ourselves in like length rather than height. <laughs> yeah.
6: Uh, let's see.
3: By two years old, um, children should notice when others are hurt or upset, like pausing or looking sad when someone is crying. So that's a really—that's <laughs> oh, wow. actually a really good goal for us. We
7: too. developed <laughs> empathy.
1: Uh, yeah. Don't, don't quiz me on that. <laughs> Give me some warning before the quiz on that
3: one. <laughs> Something to work towards. <laughs>
2: well, we'll work on
7: it.
6: So when we last saw Johnny and Patty, they had split off from the others to take a second shot at befriending the gourmet goblins who had kidnapped Astra's cousin Smallblep. However, when they arrived, they found that Zelf was behind his abduction, having installed himself as their leader and calling himself Zoblin. Unbeknownst to anyone else, Zelf has enchanted his cookbook in a similar manner to the journal, which allows him to pass messages to himself through the loops. It's really good. Uh, and we've pretty much caught up. You guys are sitting. Uh, at dinner, Johnny has just offered information about some forbidden cookbook, Zelf. What is going through your mind?
1: <laughs> Zelf is in cat and mouse mode. Yeah, right? <laughs> Must be. <laughs> Says, all right, sir, bright child. Why don't you tell me what you're looking for and we can start to negotiate?
4: Well, like, okay. Quite honestly, we came here for small blep at the behest of his mother. She's worried about him. I see. Uh, she's a very sweet woman. And I don't know if she'd really approve of her son being like in a cage.
1: Well, boys will um, be boys, or
4: not son, uh, nephew. It's <laughs> fine.
2: Once again, Johnny gets people's relationships yeah, confused. I, you know, they're
4: <laughs> loosely associated in my mind, and, and then
2: <laughs> loosely associated, and <laughs> then
4: like the other thing is like. Zelf, like if I can call you Zelf or Zoblin. Uh huh. It sounds weird, but like, you know, like I like know you pretty well. And like, oh, do you? I think that like eventually, like, so you don't know me yet, but like, there's like this other book that like could help you remember how well we know each other. And like, mm-hmm. there's this thing going on. Right. Like, okay.
2: Patty's not going to jump in <laughs> because she's just like. <laughs> transfixed by johnny trying to explain the complexities of time loops <laughs>
4: and alternate realities i don't really know <laughs> like when i say it like i don't really know what this means like time like won't go like past a certain point and then like it it seems to like start over again at least that's what this book says and there's all of these events that end up being true and like it seems strange or like close to being true i don't know it's like hard to say like if it's exactly right i i get lost in it anyway it's real and if you saw the book self like i know you're really smart like not only would you remember <laughs> the book like i do like once i touched it but i bet like you could help like figure out like the ritual like how to save Glorhan, and then like the deal with the time spiders um and, like, we could go find the crystal sword. Patty's going to jump in it. and say,
5: Try <laughs> to <be> like, what <laughs> my friend here is trying to say, though, is that I think we could benefit from each other. I think that we can open mm. your eyes to, to greater mysteries, to, to a world beyond what you can even imagine.
4: Yeah, and then, like, you know, you could totally, like, show up Groton mm. and Bocus, right because like you'd have like the knowledge of like two zelves.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so much I don't know where to start
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I do that sometimes like when like things are really complex I just like kind of start talking and keep going to fill the space and like I just like info dump I'm sorry.
1: but it sounds like you want to offer me knowledge <laughs> which I accept why don't you show me that book you've got oh uh, I don't have it um yeah it's not with oh. us right now
5: our friends have it
1: Oh your friends. And where are these friends? They're actually looking for you in Thune.
4: Um you see we stopped by uh, Manny's Thune, mom's now. house and ah. she said that she got a letter uh from Manny in Thune. And so we were we we're going to check that out. But at the same time Astra's mom was like you know my son Johnny, sm- don't my-
5: mention who our friends are <laughs> <laughs>
4: right and also it's 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 Astra's mom and small <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry patty i'm still covered in gravy pie like and it's like kinda...
5: <laughs> our friends have the book that's all you need to know
1: I think it's kind of a big ask to tell me that I have to go to a second location, don't you?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, yeah. So, like, would you stay here and we could just, like, get him?
1: I would hate to see what would befall Small if I were to depart for any length of time.
4: Right. So, like, you could just bring Small with us, though, right? No, no, no.
1: No, Johnny, it's a delicate situation. Small is his own prisoner here, and yet he also has the key.
4: He's his own prisoner. <laughs> but like, is small, is that true? Could you just let yourself out at any time?
6: No, he's trying to get information out of me. He's blackmailing me.
4: Blackmail.
6: What's the information you want out
4: of
1: Small? Well, I'll know it when I hear it.
4: A friend of ours could probably help you figure out what's going on with Small. Like, Tetra has a really good ability to, like, unlock memories. So, like, if Small has forgotten, like, you know, like, you know, I'm sure Tetra can help out with that.
5: It's sounding like what we need to do is go get our friends, get the book, get everything together and bring them back here, right?
1: That works for me. I'll have supper on the table.
5: Oh, boy, we gotta go all the way to food. Come on. <laughs>
6: While this is happening, Astra and Tetra are also heading to Thune. They're sailing downriver aboard Madame Ogavia's whimsical pink boat. Along the way, you learn uh, more about Ogavia's business manager, whose name is Phasia. Uh, You find her incredibly easy to dupe Astra. It's not clear if it's because she's incredibly gullible, you are a great liar, or she just doesn't give a shit. Uh, (laughs) She keeps gushing about how much Ogavia loves you meaning Patty (laughs) Hurts, but it's clear that she has no idea who Patty Hurts is. Funny, Probably has never read anything that Ogavia has written herself. (laughs) But she's very polite to the both of you, excited, cheerful. Um, And eventually you do arrive in Thune. We have talked about before, it used to be kind of a bustling like fishing town that's on the river. But after the war and the train being built, People have moved out of there, kind of abandoned it. It's a little bit of a ghost town, but not the ghost town that you saw last loop. Um, There are people walking around, and you guys are able to tell. These are living people. It's not the zombies that you encountered previously. Uh,
3: Good. Thank God.
1: Justin. (laughs) Yeah. Tetra wants to cast a spell on Phasia.
6: Yeah.
3: Ooh. I'm
1: going to cast Share Memory, which they get a will save. And what Tetra wants to do is get a memory of Ogavia. Because there can't be that many Ogavias in the world, but it seems prudent to make sure that this is the same one Tetra knew 50 years ago. Oh,
2: why is Tetra ending up being so competent? That upsets me.
1: (laughs) Because Tetra's level 10. Yeah, (laughs) Tetra
4: Tetra is competent. Tetra is
2: competent. She doesn't just seem competent.
4: Tetra... Is a successful business plan.
3: You don't need no man. Don't need
6: no one. No thing. (laughs) I only rolled a seven on that will save. Great. How does this spell work? What do you get?
1: You momentarily link your mind to the target and share a single memory of no longer than one minute. It's not specific about how I target or ask for a specific memory. Can I ask you for just a memory of the last time the manager was in person with Ogavia?
6: Yeah, you see a memory from like two days prior of Thesia and Ogavia in the capital city of Alatir, And they are in this ginormous library, just books as far as the eye can go, and tall, incredibly tall bookshelves all the way up to the, the ceiling of this place, vaulted. Cool. You see them like walking through the stacks between these bookshelves, and it's almost like these pathways expand and widen, or and shift and change uh, like an unending maze of books. Cool. But they seem to very confident, like they know where they're going, and they are discussing uh, the release of Train Your Brain Gremlins. Uh, Ogavia is here doing a signing, and although Tetra, when you last saw. Oh god, She was uh, honestly quite plain. You know, this half elf woman, nondescript, a very sour expression on her face at all times. This woman that you see now is over the top. She (laughs) is wearing like a peacock blue evening gown, just in the middle of the day. The neck of it is like all peacock feathers, as tall as her hair, and then she's just done up in makeup. Just very campy, over the top drag, but you do know that this is the same woman.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Or in Tetris where it's
3: hmm. <laughs> oh, Daytime evening wear is hmm.
1: I know, she's dressed like this to the library. I guess yeah. it's a book signing, but still. <laughs> but yeah. <funny.
6: laughs>
5: God, that's pretty peak.
1: Love it.
6: The, uh, the boat briefly docks at Thune. Fasier begins what she calls her charity work where they are publicly donating a single copy of Train Your Brain Gremlins (laughs) on the off chance that somebody in Thune can read. Wow. Oh, Oh, wow. During this time, Astra and Tetra, you have a chance to search for clues. We already know where Zelf is, so we can (laughs) kind of fast forward through this. You guys are able to talk to some villagers who all speak very highly of Manny. Uh, They do recognize him by your description. He comes into town every once in a while for supplies, ingredients, um, And they believe that he is camping somewhere in the area, though he is not in Thune. They think that he is between all of these kind of southern cities. I do have something good for you. If you if you want to make like a diplomacy check or knowledge local check, Astra, there is something useful that I can give you, I think.
3: I rolled a 28 on diplomacy.
6: Oh, my goodness. <laughs>
3: well done. Yeah. I diplome.
6: <laughs> you find all of these people much more agreeable now that they're alive and not being controlled <laughs> by Ansel. <laughs> before they were all kind of creepy now they are hanging on your every word uh excited to have somebody new and exciting from fanaline visits and you are able to put together that Manny has spent a lot of time in the church of Hibdal. Hmm. It seems as if he is trying to bring back information about what happened to Zelf in addition to uh, just normal ingredients, things that you might expect Zelf to want. It seems like Zelf is perhaps also interested in the gods and what's happening.
7: Hmm.
3: That's suspicious. 'Cause I I couldn't really know Zelf to be all that interested in any of that stuff before we got the journal. So uh astro Clark said that is weird but not out of the ordinary because i don't know zelf's kind of a weird dude it's
7: <laughs> true
3: he does have many interests he is a yeah. he's a renaissance man <laughs> he is a renaissance man and he's always going on about all of his weird interests
1: <laughs> <laughs> whatever they are justin yeah. can tetra find out if there have been any other noteworthy strange visitors in town
6: mm. You do learn that about a week ago, uh, High Mage Winhorn had made an unannounced visit, which was very exciting for the people in Thune to have a judge from the court of the Archmage in the town. He seemed to just be coming to introduce himself, look around. He had said that he was there on important business regarding, like you know, everything that was happening with Hibdal. Um, but he never went to the church. Notably, hmm. he seemed to just be almost like casing the joint. Astra, you feel like.
7: Uh, this is
6: more behavior <laughs> reflecting that as somebody who has cased many joints themselves. I
2: was going to say to put it in terms, Astro, would understand.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's interesting.
1: Interesting. How long ago was that?
6: Uh, about a week ago. And I, I think it's worth noting where we are at in the first week of Vidobris. Yeah. Astro, you would know that everything went down with Windhorn in the first loop about two weeks ago. Ooh, so, okay. so far, nothing has happened.
1: Very interesting. So it seems huh. like
6: it, whatever has been delayed. You also know that Ansel Pharrell is at Shadow in this time, so he doesn't have his little helper either. Based on
3: all of this knowledge, can I assume that the people in Thune are not under immediate danger?
6: Yes. You feel like... I, I would say that you have enough knowledge and enough street smarts, Astra, to know that Winhorn is too smart to do anything himself without having someone mm. like Ansel to do his dirty work, he needs a patsy,
2: and Ansel
3: isn't here to do it. So right. pro- right. people will probably not be overall zombified. Okay, that's good. That's important. Uh, Astro wasn't going to do much about it, but she feels <laughs>
2: relieved. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> She's yeah.
6: decided
3: yeah. it's not a pressing concern, and that's good enough for both of us.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you you do feel like though he he has the same goal and the same interest. He just needs somebody to fill Ansel's spot.
3: Okay. Uh, but I assume whoever he gets to fill Ansel's spot, Manny, maybe, um. is probably going to have a different, weird, horrible angle.
2: But look at his sweet and lovely home life, though.
3: <laughs> I, yeah. I know since Manny ended up with Zelf, he had to have been an at-risk youth at some point.
4: They all have tooth <laughs> problems, don't you remember? Yeah, that's no. true. <laughs>
2: they got dental bills piling up.
3: <laughs> Dental bills and or
4: trouble with tooth fairies,
3: you know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, Manny's my prime suspect right now. <laughs> uh, Tetra, have you ever been to Thune? What do you think? How do you feel about the vibes?
1: Seem like happy, simple folk. I like it.
3: You know, it's not so bad. It used to be better, but it's not so bad. I mean, the last time I was here, woof, it was just it was a real pit. So uh, things are okay now.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. In
3: some ways, literally a pit. <laughs> so, this is ideal. This, everybody's here and alive. Nice. Nice city. Huh. Uh, but I don't know if our prey is here.
1: Sounds like he comes into town every few days. We could wait here or we could go hunting in the woods.
3: Yeah, it might be a good idea to regroup. Do you think that our cohort has burned down the goblin village yet? You don't really know them. I'll tell you.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What is that, what they went there for?
3: Um, it's never what we go anywhere for.
6: (laughs) Uh, Uh, She's uh, not
7: wrong. (laughs) Uh,
6: Around the time that Fija stops her, her charity work and is going to round you up to board the boat, you spot on the horizon Johnny and Patty. They do come into town writing their disenchanters. Oh, hey.
3: Okay. I know that weird silhouette, right? Because the disenchant are like, they're leggy <laughs> and their udders just dangle so low if they haven't been
7: melted. <laughs> I didn't know that they,
2: that they produced. Milk. I mean,
7: if that's, if that's what the goblin cheese why is made out of. I was milking
3: everything. <laughs> everything wants to be milk,
7: Caitlin.
3: This is just I hate a beautiful a, world. That I, hate, he's I hate all the milking. <laughs> Take that up with Justin. <laughs>
1: he controls
3: everything in this universe and he insists.
1: Um, all right. Can I recognize those broad shoulders anywhere?
3: Yeah, Patty's really filling out. <laughs> oh, you meant Johnny, I'm so sorry. Yes, Johnny, yeah.
1: Hey, what's up, guys?
4: Hey,
3: guys! Oh, Johnny! <laughs> Were your ears burning?
4: What? I mean, no?
3: Uh, This place is a bust. Manny isn't here, but apparently he comes by every once in a while. But nobody has seen Zelf, so I think we should just head back to
5: Fainal and regroup. Oh, we've seen Zelf and then some. What? What does that mean? You saw his, like, you know, his... We saw his, like, butt? We saw his bones. <laughs>
4: well, I guess they're not
5: his bones, but they're bones.
4: Honestly, Astro, we saw him without his shirt on. And, like, <laughs> you know, and he's got, like, tats. Like,
5: Whoa. Yeah. Did he always have yeah. all those tattoos? It was a little, oh, it was kind of intense, but I liked it.
4: Honestly, like, huh. I kind of thought he might have been, like, a never nude. Like, I'd never really <laughs> seen him, like, in our... That's, like, the previous stupid. I don't know. Like, he could... I don't know. I mean,
3: I don't think any of us have seen any of us in the buff. <laughs>
1: Well, I understand what Johnny's saying. A never nude is conspicuously skin free under all circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. Thank you, Tetra. It's not a binary.
4: Okay. You know, I just like you know, Zelf is like always wearing his like chef outfit. You know, that's true.
3: He is very formal.
1: Unlike Johnny, who's always half buff.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Johnny is currently shirtless right now. He's still in his jorts. Yeah, he's still and he's still in
1: his jorts. I
2: feel like Johnny has no issue with casual nudity
1: either
2: (laughs) like why would he we're all (laughs) friends here (laughs)
1: There are nude spas he's worked at. It's (laughs) fine.
3: Well, he's got to be comfortable with the body, right? Like, that's his whole He's got to
4: be. That's part of my job, yeah.
3: (laughs) Did Zelf have tattoos in the last loop? This is actually going to bother me if we don't figure that out. (laughs) I don't feel like I've seen more than, like, his upper wrists.
1: Yeah,
4: exactly. So, like, he could
1: have. could have. Well, it sounds like you found your fourth and final party member. What? I thought it was going to be Tetra.
3: Yeah. Tetra, you can still hang out.
1: You're not coming with? You don't want to party? I'll tell you what. I haven't fulfilled my promise with Giha until Zelf gets the sniff. That's right. And gets his memories back.
3: He gets the sniff.
1: Now, Mm -hmm. I can leave that to the three of you.
4: Like, Johnny looks over at Patty and is like, Should we tell them about Zoblin?
5: Johnny, I don't want to start this loop from a place of lies and (laughs) deceit and hiding things from one another
4: i definitely respect (laughs) them.
5: i think that everyone in the group needs to be fully transparent with one another it's very important yes yeah yes loving that energy patty yeah it's very important astra
4: what that was some strange energy patty i don't know (laughs) why
1: you brought that up Um. it sounds like patty has something she wants to get off of her chest
5: We should let bygones be bygones. But anyway, yeah, we found Zelf. Great. He's all tatted up. He's got bones in his hair. He's a little weird, I gotta admit. I mean, he's always been a little weird, but he's like real weird. Did Zelf always have bones in his hair? I'm trying to
1: remember.
7: It
3: wasn't
5: that long ago.
1: He wore his chef hat all the time. That's what Johnny was uh, (laughs) saying.
5: I mean, I never heard bones clinky clanking under there.
1: Yeah,
4: but he had his hair, like, done up, so like, you know, like, maybe these are just, like, bone accessories. Well, hold on.
1: Are you sure this is the same Zelf that was in your party in the other loop?
4: I mean, you bring up an excellent point, Tetra. His name is merely Zelf, which, like, I guess, like, (laughs) One in thirty some odd elves can have that name, I guess. Like
1: I have never heard the word Zelf before talking to the three of you.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I you know, honestly I haven't either.
4: I'm pretty sure there's only one Zelf that I've ever met. But he insists that like, you know, he he's got all these elf facts. Like once you meet him, I'm sure you'll understand how there's like only one it's got uh-huh him.
5: He didn't come with you? He has a lot of obligations right now because He's kind of in a leadership position at the Goblin Village right now. Um, that's weird.
4: Uh he said something about like, you know, the king doesn't go to see anyone, but like people go to see the king, sort of thing too. Like,
5: was he being literal? <laughs> or metaphorical? I mean, he is I don't know. basically the goblin king at this point. So Whoa. He, it okay. might take a little convincing. It seems like a pretty good gig, honestly. And like if I were in his shoes, it might take some convincing to get me to stop being queen of the goblins. Yeah. I mean, oof,
3: that's tricky.
5: Uh,
3: I guess we'll test that in
5: one of these loops when you become queen of the goblins. Oh, mm-hmm. I would look so good with those bones in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> you would.
4: You could just put them in your hair today. Like, you don't Whoa. need to wait.
5: Oh, you could braid it into the fur under your arm so it was like fringe. Oh, Whoa. that sounds uncomfortable, but I'll consider it. Oh, uh, yeah, hard to sleep. I'm <laughs> just imagining patties can no longer
2: sneak because she's got bones <laughs> clanking around. clack, clack, clack. clack. Clatter, Bone clatter, fringe, clatter. which is a dope thing, but <laughs> not very really practical.
3: Funny. No, that's a shame. Um, alright, you know what, this is all so weird, let's just go find Zelf, and then figure out his vibe, and um, Tetra, you should come with us, because if Zelf doesn't want to join up with the party, then you can join up with us.
1: I promised Giha I'd get everybody in your loop, who was part of your party, to get their memories back. There we go. If Zelf is not gonna play nice, then we don't have to play nice, but he's oh. gonna smell my vial. <laughs>
7: Oh, God. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't really think it'll come to that. Oh, I hope not. That's not how we negotiate. <laughs> I was just telling you all. Now let's go.
6: Okay. <laughs> As you guys start to leave from behind you, Patty, you hear a woman's voice going,
1: Patty, Patty hurts. Wait.
5: Oh, hi- Hello? Hey, hi. Yes. Can I help you?
1: <laughs> Tetra's going to hold an arm out in front of Patty. <laughs> And use the other arm to tap, her?
3: Oh, what? Oh, it's me. Oh, God. Okay, yes. What? Hello. What? So sorry. I'll explain in a minute.
6: Beja <laughs> <laughs> says, I'm so glad that you found your friends, Patty. They're also invited if you want to come. Uh, I told Ogavia that you're on your way, and she has prepared a special tea ceremony for her favorite person, Patty Hertz, <laughs> the guest of honor. <laughs>
3: It would be so rude of us to uh, refuse a special tea party with her. Uh, give me a minute to talk to my anonymous friends who don't have names, and <laughs> we'll get back to you. Uh, just a second. Okay, thank uh, you. Well,
6: I'll be by the boat.
3: Okay. Thank you. Goodbye.
5: Um, Patty. Ask her, Okay. <laughs>
3: multiple,
5: multiple questions. Did I not? Just say that we, as a group, need to be upfront and transparent with each other. Patty, you absolutely did,
3: uh, and I have no excuse for my behavior except that I forgot immediately <laughs> that I had done this. It's not a big deal. No, you know what? I shouldn't minimize it, Patty. It's a big deal. I took your name. It was really inappropriate.
7: Uh, I was.
3: <laughs> I went. We, we needed a ride to Thune. And uh, the circumstances really couldn't be avoided. What happened is this is Olgavia's ship. I don't know if you know uh, Olgavia. That bitch.
5: I'm saying that bitch, <laughs> she's right? She's always writing the nastiest, nastiest untruths about me. Yes, she's horrible and she stole my book that
3: I made myself and printed and is printing it as her own book I know so I couldn't go up and be like I'm Astra Blep let me ride on your ship because she would be like no
5: I stole your book so you gave her my name oh I respect that completely
7: (laughs) it's just that you're
5: so famous Patty and your name opens doors and people love and respect you you know that that Trashy little so and so (laughs) just wanted Patty (laughs) Hurts on her boat so she could pump me for information, get gossip and write nasty things about me in the tabloids. Ugh. Serves her right.
1: Oh, hold on just a minute. She is the worst. Does that mean that you don't have eight or nine young men under your <laughs> succubus spell? Oh,
5: God. I'm not a succubus. I'm just a reality TV personality, which is worse. <laughs> yeah, same difference.
1: Right.
4: And that's also why she can't be a werewolf. Like, that's just really crazy what oh, they'll put God. in there.
1: Have you
5: seen this fur? Does this look like the fur of a werewolf to you?
1: No. no. I wouldn't know.
5: It's beautiful. Clearly take good care of it.
1: Maybe you can just tell this facial lady to take a rain check.
3: You know what? We have to prioritize
5: finding Zelf.
4: I mean, I don't I don't really think Zelf's going to go anywhere. Like, it could be kind of interesting to see what Ogavia knows, right? Like, This
5: could also be an interesting opportunity for revenge. Not that that's the type <laughs> of thing that I, as an enlightened individual, am interested in. But if someone (laughs) wanted to, I don't know, spit in her drink or something like that, Uh this would be an opportunity to do that.
4: I'm just saying like the three of you together, like it's like a pretty powerful like team and like she like knows things, right?
3: She does know things.
4: So I'm just saying, like, I think I kind of remember her name. So like maybe we should talk to her. Like Tetra, you know her, right? Oh, Chani. (laughs) so like i'm just saying like maybe we should go check on her.
3: yeah my instinct is that it's if we go a billion loops without ever meeting her that's really funny but
2: she's right here (laughs) patty's somewhat motivated to like encounter i don't know if i haven't decided yet if she wants to confront ogavia or just like try to sabotage her in some way Mm. but this is an, an appealing opportunity for her okay i think yeah let's do it
3: Uh, I think we should pump her for information and then sabotage her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Justin, is she here or would the boat need to go somewhere else? She is, uh, further down
6: south of the river.
3: I think we should do it. I think we should go have, I think we should do it. Yeah.
1: Well, listen, everybody. I don't think I should go to the tea party with you because Ogavia knows that I know her.
3: Did you, did you two date?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) no. (laughs) No. Back in my mercenary days, Whoa. I happened to get hired by the Archmajoridus to take a riverboat south to Olvadel with my friend Johnny here, yeah. called himself Tommy at the time. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You mean fabled folk legend lore Tommy Ember (laughs) Eyes?
1: I only learned later that it's something that some ifrits just call themselves. Really confused me for longer than it should have.
3: I mean, it does just sound like a dude's name, right? But it's like, I don't have the cultural context to know.
1: Right, and no one seems to know what the actual myth is. It's just a name now. (laughs) Anyway, the only way she'd recognize Johnny is if you put kind of a ninja mask over his face. The way he is now. Totally different person. Okay. But I think she'd see me, and there was nobody else quite like Tetra.
7: <laughs> that's
3: true. I mean, the truth.
1: I met Ogavia. She was working as a maid at the Palace of Olvidel, where Gihav is the regent. But she was secretly working with a group called the Immortals Guild. And she helped us into the palace for a little heist. Turned out to all be a plot to retrieve the crown of Lunas. But that's kind of a side story. Oh, Gavi ended up being a thief who stole Gee Ha's crystal staff. Ooh. And somehow leveraged that into being the person that she is today.
4: Huh. She grabbed the staff and booked it. That's yeah. what I remember. She had a mission. <laughs> she have been
3: doing more looting in our
4: flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, Tetra sure. Yeah, Tetra would be yeah. much better equipped. Yeah. Oh,
3: right. Man. <laughs> Is the crystal staff a demigod thing, too, or is it just the crown?
1: It was all down in the basement treasury. The crystal staff only had power for Giha, who used it to use her magic.
3: So what you're saying is, we should steal that crystal staff for ourselves, and or for Giha.
1: (laughs) If that staff happens to fall into your pocket, I wouldn't be sorry. (laughs) I keep telling Giha that if she's so invested in the world... She should find some way to restore herself. But, you know, she feels bad about everything that happened, and who can blame her?
3: Yeah. Ovidel was pretty much destroyed under her rule, right?
1: Well, the only thing that could have stopped that was the demigods. And they got there second.
3: Who got there first?
1: The Doom Weapon.
3: Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Well...
5: I think we should try to steal the stuff.
7: <laughs>
5: I mean, Astra, it's not my main goal for this little jaunt, but I mean, if the opportunity presents itself, I'm not going to say no. Yes, Patty, that's a great attitude. It's
3: not our goal to rip her off, but if we happen to <laughs> notice an opportunity to do so, I think we should go. Yeah, let's go have tea. Um, before we leave Thune... I don't know if this is possible, but Astra wants to buy as fancy
2: a ball gown (laughs) fancy. fancy The fanciest (laughs) ball gown in this small bumble town. Yes. The nicest. (laughs) Well, I
3: was looking through. I don't have any. I don't think I have any. Oh, wait. I bought a whole bunch of new wild stuff. Maybe I. Oh, did I end up buying that thing that's going to disguise me? (gasps) Hold on.
1: Oh, the sleeves of mini garments. Yeah, I thought you bought those. You the thing that Patty has?
2: Yeah, you can borrow
5: mine. Patty's going to use that for her own ball gown, right? <laughs> Shh, I'm not dressing up for this bitch. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> she gets me as I am. I think I ended up getting a
3: variant of it that was way weirder uh, and way more laborious. Uh,
2: let me pull up my
3: inventory sheet.
2: While Astra's figuring out her clothing situation, Patty's going to <laughs> uh, go around the docks and like gather up a bunch of bugs and centipedes and creepy crawlies and put them in her pockets for later.
1: This is what Patty's spite looks like. Yeah, it's very
2: childish.
3: Yes. It's like something from Matilda.
2: <laughs> Patty doesn't have anything other than like literal bombs. Like she doesn't have like a fun like itching powder. Like I don't want to blow this blow this lady up, but I am going to try to put Bugs in her hair or something.
3: Justin, what I got was the soothsayer's raiment. Yeah. It gives me an extra oracle mystery, and the extra oracle mystery I took was assumed form, which allows me to awesome. change my appearance at will as disguised self. Amazing. I'll use that when we get there to create a really, really unnecessarily elaborate ball gown.
6: <laughs> awesome. Yeah, great. You are able to do all of that. Patty, as you are collecting bugs and insects and whatnot... <laughs> For a second, you feel like somebody is watching you and you look up to see like where this feeling is coming from, Uh, but you don't see anybody. You just see up ahead of you, kind of up on a hill is the church of (laughs) Hibdal. but no one is there staring at you or anything. It's just a a strange sensation that passes as soon as it comes along.
2: Interesting. Oh, wow,
6: Interesting. <laughs> Probably nothing, though. Probably
4: yeah. nothing.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really religious, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> I'm spiritual, mm. but not religious.
6: <laughs> mm. uh, the four of you are able to board this uh, pink, whimsical boat and head further south down the river. Along the way, Fasia continues to make small talk with you guys, getting mm-hmm. to know you. Patty, how are you introducing yourself?
2: Oh, God. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm not going to be Patty Hurst, so.
6: You should both be <laughs> Patty Hurst.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I thought about introducing myself as Astra Bluff.
4: Oh. <laughs> oh.
7: I,
2: think, I think I'm going to go with that. I'm just going to be like, okay. oh, hello.
5: How do you do? Um, my name is Astra Bluff. I'm some kind of, um, like, magazine writer or something. I don't, uh, yeah, um, yeah, and I'm from Fainalyn. It's a beautiful town. It's got lots of fog. It's so nice to meet you.
6: <laughs> yeah. I rolled an intelligence check for her. Uh, she looks at you, and she's like, Astroblep, that name sounds so familiar, but I- I don't know where I've heard it before, um, but it's nice to meet you. Everybody's welcome.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Astro Blepp isn't famous like me, Patty Hertz, so I don't know where you would have heard of her at, you know? I don't know. She's just a little
5: nobody. I'm just a common... Magazine editor. Yep, I think.
6: Phaedra <laughs> kind of laughs. She holds up one of the Train Your Brain Gremlins books and is like, "I, I guess I better start doing these, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> Memories so bad. Uh,
3: yes, so much about you is terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Johnny just looks really confused.
2: <laughs> Johnny doesn't understand.
3: Yeah,
4: he like kind of looks. Like, like it almost looks like he's in pain as he's trying to figure out what's <laughs> going on with Astra and Patty. Yeah, he's also still distant his Jorts. Um, yeah. Great, <laughs> just- great. Why would he be in anything else? Yeah, no.
3: What Justin said in the intro was absolutely accurate. When you're hearing this, we have been releasing episodes of Burnt Cookbook Party for two whole years. This is a truly shocking fact to me. If you've been listening to us from the start, it might be worth taking a moment to reflect on how much you've enjoyed the show and ask yourself if that isn't worth $5 a month to support us. And if the answer is yeah, yeah, Jenna, it's been a good, weird, chaotic two years, then consider signing up at patreon.com slash bcbparty. You'll get access to the Discord and to the back catalog of content, including several one-shot side stories, two-ish years worth of character questions, behind-the-scene images, and world-building details. But more than that, you'll enable us to continue making this show this show that hopefully you're enjoying. And isn't that a worthwhile thing to invest in? If so, patreon.com slash Party.
6: After some time spent on the river, ahead of you guys, you see a harrowing sight. You see, for the first time, for Patty and Astra, the ruins of Olvidal. But even for you, Tetra and Johnny, after 70 years, it's even more decrepit and and destroyed than it was last Mm. time that you saw it. But you do see the remains of some of the onion domes cracked, shattered. Uh, A bit of their color still showing in the sun, but mostly grayed out Mm. rubble. Like, no one has ever come through and cleaned up this mess. And there's still, like, uh, this smoky smell even now. Mm.
5: Oh, man. This is where it all happened, huh?
1: Yeah.
6: Yeah.
5: Is it weird for you two being back here?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Honey, the doom weapon destroying a city. In a single stride is something that wakes you up out of a dead sleep.
4: I guess I just thought I'd forget. Maybe I hoped the smell would pass, but it's still there.
1: Johnny, sometimes I wonder if this world wouldn't be better off without the gods. After all, it was their demigod that did this. I mean,
4: like, I guess, but like also they like kind of stopped it too, right? Like, they're just like us.
1: I don't know. Do you think the war ever ended? Really?
4: I think so. I'm not really a soldier anymore, Tetra. I guess maybe it's over
1: for me. Hmm. Uh, For me, it won't really be over until we take this and bring it back to how it was. Johnny, you don't know
6: if it's been back in Olfidel or being in close proximity to Tetra. Oh, God. But that, stench that stench that confusing it. odor. Yeah. <laughs> Smell being tied to memory. Yeah. <laughs> For a moment, you see a flash of a memory that you hadn't previously unlocked, and it's just a fragment. You're thinking about the Doom weapon, looking into it, its big red eyes, and then suddenly... Instead, you remember looking into the eyes of a young dwarf. He's on his knees below you. Rain is pelting the both of you. You are in some strange building that you don't quite recognize. And this dwarf is looking up at you with both anger and sadness, a combination and resolve. And as soon as you get this, it, it ends. That's all you remember is this face. Oh. Johnny vomits. Oh, uh, god.
4: As,
1: as his like stomach just like drops through the floor. God, Tetra jumps out of the way.
5: Oh my god, Johnny.
1: Oh, Ooh, seasickness. I've got something for that. <laughs>
5: uh, are you okay?
1: Whoa. Uh hey Fasia, I think we might need a mop. Previously
6: Fasia's been kind of hitting on you this whole time, Johnny, but now <laughs> she won't <laughs> <laughs> come near you. Oh. She sends one of the duck hands oh. over to deal with you.
7: Oh that's
2: so sad Poor Johnny, (laughs) sweet boy. Johnny just starts leaning
4: leaning over the edge, kind of just dry heaving a little bit. Oh, Oh. like got a cold sweat going on. He looks awful, awful and clammy.
7: John. Johnny,
5: you need a nip from my tankard? Oh my god. <laughs> Little hair of the dog.
6: Do you want some chocolate milk? No. <laughs> <laughs> to settle I stomach. forgot I have
5: chocolate milk in the tankard right now.
6: <laughs> It'll just dehydrate me.
4: That's the enemy right now.
5: I mean, oh I hate shelling this stuff, but it is quite wholesome.
3: Johnny, are you okay?
4: I'm, um, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll be okay. I'm just... You know, like, how sometimes, like, you ever get, like, thoughts you don't want?
5: <laughs> yeah, a lot. A lot, a lot. I mean, I think everyone does, Johnny. Yeah, like, a lot. So
4: sometimes there's this thought, I think, maybe it's a dream that I get, and it just, like, I don't know, I just, like, kind of, like, get really sick.
3: Oh. I mean, sometimes talking about it can help, but sometimes talking about it can make it worse. So, which do you think this is? <laughs>
4: uh, um, I don't know how to talk about it. I okay,
3: think. okay. Um,
4: I think it's a war memory that I've forgotten.
3: Mm. Oh.
1: Well, Johnny, you should never be afraid of sharing things with your friends, but take as long as you need to be able to.
4: Astrid, like you know, like how sometimes. You've like pretended to like you know as like a joke like to be someone you're not like you know to <laughs> like pull like a prank on like. our When have I and ever stuff.
3: done that? I don't do that. That's not a thing I do.
4: I don't know. Tetra was talking about like
1: me wearing a ninja mask. Like I don't know why I'd ever be Tommy Ember Eyes. Like I feel like Johnny, I just... your moves were incredible. You had this one where your hands were like panther claws, <laughs> and then you came out of the shadows oh from my every God. direction. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and you said that you were a secret agent of the <coughs> Rescaran army? <laughs>
3: wow, Were you a real ninja? When did you respec? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Donnie starts rubbing the scar on his forehead.
7: <laughs> I,
4: it feels right, Tetra. And, like, I know I trust you. But, like, I, I feel like if I had some sort of, like, jaguar powers, like, I
1: feel like I would... Never
4: forget those. Like, those
1: sound <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, for what it's worth, Johnny, you remember more right now than you have the last few times i <sighs> talked to you. Mm. Honestly,
4: like, like my life was great, like, in, in Begram, but, like, I couldn't really, like, stop and, like, look into this, you know? Like, it's just... I had to keep moving.
1: Mm. Well, that sounds nice to me.
4: They're all pretty nice people, like, and they all... They gave me all these cool like souvenirs and knickknacks and stuff like that for my journey, and I'm really gonna miss them, but I didn't really have any time for me, I guess. And I don't think I really knew what that meant until like I started seeing Zoblin doing his thing. I'm sure. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, Johnny, it's important to do self care too, you know? So you don't vomit on chips and stuff.
1: Could I be Zani?
3: zani zani's pretty good actually
1: just tell your friend you can call him jelf and you can trade for a while (laughs)
3: wow jelf that's terrible don't just stick j's on things
1: (laughs) well johnny our past doesn't define (laughs) us and thank god because we were all teenagers once but if you feel like there's something there for you that you're missing i think you should take the time to look for it
4: tetra like i know you do like these sorts of like past life therapies and stuff like that
1: Something like that.
4: (laughs) How do I, like, make myself do something I don't want to do? Because I think I have a very visceral reaction to, uh, this.
1: (laughs) If you want my advice, Johnny, I think you should just keep your close friends close to you and then take it step by step. Don't rush it. (sighs)
4: Okay, yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah, you don't want to, like, overextend or, like, stretch. Okay, yeah. So I think, taking your advice, I think I've done enough for today. I
1: think you have, Johnny. (laughs) Let's move on. I mean, you started by spewing over the side of the boat.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I got a lot out of me. Like, you know, like, I feel, you know, like, a
6: little, little better. Thank you. The boat slowly comes to a stop at a very small dock, and you see, in stark contrast, to overdale in the distance is this heinous mansion, <laughs> gaudy oh, yes. with candy-coated yes. colors, elaborate whimsical designs. Everything looks like bulbous and soft and marshmallowy. <laughs> there is a tall gate around this estate with silver hearts on the bars, uh, and there is a large, spacious yard within the gates, uh, which is populated with roaming pea fowl. Insane.
2: Whee! <laughs> <laughs> Excellent peacock sound effects for Andrew.
1: Uh, Justin, Tetra does not want to trigger any kind of suspicion from Ogavia, but does want to implant a mesmerist trick into Astra and Patty. Okay. And the only one that really applies is Life Review, where the person, when they try to make an intelligence or knowledge check, they can do it with Tetra's charisma modifier in place of their intelligence modifier. Nice.
6: Nice.
1: So if they need to make either of those at any point, doubtful. I just want to help. Yeah, oh,
3: That's great. Thank you, Paul.
1: I feel like
4: Astra had a... Not, not Astra, but uh, Mirabeth had a conversation with somebody in the Immortals Guild about peacocks and sustainable sourcing. Was it Ogavia? Yes. It was, okay. <laughs> yeah. oh
6: God. Yeah. okay.
2: Was yeah. it? God, what a deep oh, cut. no!
6: Ogavia's greatest dream for right. when she was rich in the future would be to own uh, a bunch of peacocks in her mansion. Right. Uh, as you guys approach the gate, Fasia turns to you, Tetra, and is like, you can stay out here, but do not speak to them, okay? And she points to where there are two, like, world-weary-looking nerds that have chained themselves to the <laughs> gate. Uh, <laughs> one's, like, a sad old man, uh, and the other is, like, a, a syrinx, like a, an owl woman. Cool. And they both just, like, glower at Fasia as she opens the gate and lets the other three of you inside.
1: Tetra is absolutely going to speak to
6: them.
2: Good.
4: I figured Johnny would hang out with Tetra out here. Awesome. The girls, you want to make a perception
6: check?
2: Yes. This yeah. is so exciting. I can't wait to put <laughs> bugs in this lady's house. <laughs> Shit. That's my only goal. <laughs> bugs everywhere.
4: What a. Devious move, like wow, Caitlin. Like I don't want to fuck with you. Like you're, oh, come fucking on, fucking bring bugs to my fuck house. This
2: lady. I also rolled a thirty one on my perception check. God damn, oh. I rolled a fourteen. It pales in comparison. I know exactly where to put the bugs. Excellent
1: natural twenty. <laughs> well, okay, but the peacocks are just going to eat all the bugs. You're right, Paul.
6: You are led up the walkway to the mansion, and you see around the peacocks. All of them kind of keep a distance from you, uh, although they don't seem particularly afraid necessarily. You notice as you go through the manor doors that there are like little door flaps that allow the peacocks to come and go as they please. Cute. (laughs) Inside of this mansion, it just continues to be like uncannily cutesy. There are many, many commissioned portraits of Ogavia. They're all clearly different artists, but they've all been given the same prompt, which is essentially like Lisa Frank. So it's <laughs> Ogavia oh, no. riding a unicorn in outer space, but all the planets are hearts.
3: Fucking incredible. Oh my God. Or she's
6: kissing a dolphin who's wearing a tiara. Whoa! <laughs> do either of you have uh, knowledge geography?
2: Let me, ch- I don't think so. I do actually. Oh, I do not go for it. It's not great, but I have it. I rolled pretty well, though. I got a 14.
6: What's the bonus that our, our guy is giving you, Tetra?
1: Yeah, the bonus is to replace the intelligence modifier with Tetra's charisma modifier, which is a plus four. Nice. What is Patty's intelligence modifier? It
2: is plus zero. Nice. Oh, well, then that nice. could
6: be an 18. Yes, and that is... Perfect. That gets us where we need to go.
2: Gorgeous. Thanks, Tetra. (laughs) Thanks for the nice smell before we headed in here.
1: Yeah, Tetra gave you a geographical odor.
6: (laughs) Patty, (laughs) you notice uh, above you, hanging from the ceiling, are these crystal hearts of varying sizes and colors. They seem purely decorative at first. uh, But there's something about the scent that Tetra had you smell that brings up these memories. Uh, and even though you don't remember ever being interested in the solar system, you feel as if you've been in space yourself at some point. Maybe. Fuck. Oh my god! Oh shit! Uh, very, very familiar with what you're seeing, and it, it, you think that bizarrely, these decorative crystal hearts are arranged perfectly as the solar system.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: what the fuck?
1: <laughs> That's fucking insane, Justin. Hmm. He says, <laughs> <laughs> "It
6: is." <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> yeah. facia loudly announces uh, when you enter that there are two guests here to see Ogavia to seemingly no one in particular, but all of the pfeal that were in the room like flee with like their their plumage mm-hmm. flaring up behind them when she yells. Yeah. She Fasia will point you over to like a connecting room, like a little parlor, and says you can wait there for an audience with Ogavia.
2: Are there any? Places in the parlor that would be a good location to release some bugs.
6: Absolutely, yeah.
2: I would like to do that. Patty's going to look around and maybe find like a, I don't know, some empty teacups or a desk drawer. Just some surprising little places to let some centipedes out for Madame Ogavia
6: to find later. What was your perception check? Was it a nat 20? It was a nat 20. Yes, it was. All right. So this room, uh, there's an assortment of extravagant armchairs here. And there is a wall that has like framed copies of astrology today. There are a couple that you note are about Patty and the raid trial Astra. Uh, that uh, intrigue you, but unfortunately they are in a frame and you cannot read, mm. but they are tantalizing and, and scandalous. Mm. Patty, you are looking around this room for somewhere to like subtly release insects uh, where nobody <laughs> will notice. <laughs> and although you are looking to do a, a prank, your training kind of kicks in. And you notice that this wall that has all of the framed copies of astrology today is. A false wall. Oh this is
1: a secret door. Boy, it wouldn't be a mansion without secret doors.
5: Oh shit. Patty's gonna be like Astra. Come here. What? Come what? here. What I was it? gonna release these bugs. Awesome. But oh my god, check out this wall. I think it's not a wall. Oh my god. A fake wall? <gasps>
3: there's gotta be something good behind this wall. Oh my Patty. god.
5: There's gotta be great places to put the bugs. Maybe it's her bed chamber. Let's go in. in. Let's the go walls,
4: in. Foundational oh damage.
5: Structural <laughs> damage. Oh, maybe I have a termite in here somewhere. Yeah. Oh my god.
2: Patty absolutely wants to go in the secret door. Um, I love
3: this. Um, what kind of a check would we do to figure out how to trigger this wall?
6: The natural 20. I'll i I'll let you f- mm-hmm. have that. But it does lead to an adjoining room as you're like following the trigger. And when you enter, you see a large banquet room where the high tea is going to be served. And there's a large like round pink table that's loaded with serving trays overflowing with like rainbow colored desserts. Mm there is a chandelier above it with like multicolor crystal hearts again dangling as soon as you enter the staff that is setting up this tea turn and see you and they all immediately turn into peacocks they, <laughs> they were like <laughs> dressed in like you know nice like uh servers outfits uh, kind of fancy um but they are they are into peacocks as soon as they're spotted <laughs>
2: It's um, very Beauty and the Beast, well. and I like it. <laughs>
7: yeah.
3: oh, um, that's fucking crazy, Justin.
7: <laughs> I
3: would like to roll an Arcana check to understand more about what the fuck. Yeah. I got a 16.
6: This is a fairly common ability that you know uh upon, like, druids and shifters, the ability to wild shape. Ooh. So it's not particularly a spell. It's, like, a divine ability that these people have.
3: Can I okay I guess with that role I can't determine if this is something that they did or if this is something that happens automatically like anytime a guest or a rich person sees the help they become peacocks.
6: Yes you're on the right track. I think that you oh are able to tell from their expression that this is something that they've done themselves uh, as to not be spotted.
3: Okay. Okay. Well, that's still pretty fucking crazy.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Patty, we've disturbed them. This is going to be so awkward for them. I mean, while we're in here, though, Patty's going to scope out the (laughs) table and try to figure out what
2: seat she thinks Agavia would be sitting at and leave a centipede on it.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect.
3: Don't put anything in the cake, though, because I am going to want to eat cake.
5: That's fine. That's fine.
6: You are also able to figure out, Patty, that although you're not sure how, you do know the table somehow triggers the hidden door.
2: Interesting. The top nice. of the
6: table, it's like a nice pink table, but it's got like a, a teal 10 pointed star kind of painted over the top of it, the full width of it. And after you put your centipede down on what you believe is the head of the table, you start <laughs> feeling around this table um, as the peacocks kind of scatter, and you do find indentations underneath the table like heart shapes
3: Interesting. fucking incredible
6: on the opposite end of the banquet hall the doors fling open and Ogavia herself enters in oh, a beautiful pink gown with along like a shawl peacock <laughs> feather patterns on it
3: uh, astra will surreptitiously cast her disguise self <laughs> and remove her jacket revealing a gown two levels fancier
7: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: two degrees fancier two shades darker <laughs> Oh, Madame O'Gavia, we just pushed through your really poorly hidden secret door, and I'm so sorry <laughs> to disrupt. We didn't
5: even realize it was secret. It was so obvious. <laughs> well, well, well. Is it? Oh. Gavia, the trash-talking queen of the tabloids. This is quite the house you have here, Ogavia. Quite the house, yes. Quite the house, and I don't mean that as a compliment.
3: No, it's always so great when rich people decorate their own houses and you can like tell, you know? It's like good for you for doing that work yourself.
5: Do the peacocks poop on the floor or do they go outside? <laughs>
6: (laughs) She goes, oh, Patty, let me tell you, I used to have real peacocks and it is not the way to go. They would die so easily. (laughs) But I knew this this little dwarf girl back in the day uh, and she would turn into peacocks all the time herself, not always on purpose. And I thought, I should just get some people who can turn into peacocks. Same difference. (laughs) They can clean my house, right? Maribeth's
3: legacy to this podcast. Oh, my God. Yes, I mean, if you're not competent enough to keep peacocks alive, I think that's a really great second option. So <laughs> a really, really well thought out, Olgavia.
6: Oh, Patty, let me tell you, it has been such a pleasure working with you these past few years. <laughs> I can't believe we're only just now meeting. <sighs> it's been quite a ride. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: need a moment. He's got to get her mean girl energy mojo going.
6: And Astroblep, I couldn't believe it when Fajah told me that you were here too. What a strange coincidence.
3: Oh, I mean, is it coincidence or is it fate pushing us together?
6: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> yes, fate. I, I used to believe in fate too, back when I was like you.
3: Well, I mean, I think we both make our own kind of fate, don't we? don't we or do i guess oh god i guess some of us make our own fate and some of us just steal fate from other people
7: <laughs>
3: and i'm referring to you with that second one just to be clear for anybody who's wondering
6: Ogavia <laughs> <laughs> gavia is enjoying like some of her little cakes with tea she Looks at you, Patty, and is like, a little birdie told me that you stormed off set on your dating show and refused to continue recording until they found hotter men for you. Is that true?
5: (laughs) You know that's not true. (laughs) You are nothing but a hack, a creator of lies, and apparently a thief as well. Mm -hmm.
6: (laughs) You're a braver woman than I am, Patty Hertz. There's a reason I've never gotten involved with the Scry Network, though they've been chasing me for years. I'm sure you can imagine. Hopefully nothing bad happens to you for breaking your contract.
2: Uh-oh. Oh, God. Oh, no. Patty. <laughs> Patty's going to choose to not think about that right now.
5: <laughs> Patty, are you going to be okay? Ugh. I mean, I didn't really read it very carefully before I signed it, so I don't really know what it says, but I'm sure it's going to be fine. Of <laughs> <laughs> classic Patty hurts.
3: <laughs> Justin, did she sit down on the chair with the centipede?
6: <laughs> yeah, she hasn't noticed yet.
3: Good, excellent. That pleases Patty. Well, you know, some people, when they don't have any talent, just have to put down other more
5: successful and talented people, Patty. That is so true, Astra. You make an excellent point. Yep, You seem really
3: rich, Gavia.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> and it's, it's
3: infuriating because, like, obviously I made that book, and you ripped it off. But I didn't make this much money selling it, (laughs) so what gives?
6: I mean, if you want, we could stick together, Astra. I mean, I'm always looking to have some ghostwriters uh, in my back pocket.
3: Uh, To write lies! Yeah, things (laughs) that are in your back pocket are usually sat upon, Olgavia. I don't know if you know that.
6: My ghostwriters are very well taken care of.
5: Hmm. just as well taken care of as all those peacocks that you couldn't keep alive. You're an animal abuser, you're a liar, you're a thief, you're a cheater, and your house is ugly. Wow. <laughs> and you're just, you're just so successful. I'm so sorry to harp upon
7: this. <laughs> Clearly,
3: it's very important to you that you're here in your mid-tier ball gown, <laughs> your fancy
5: cake, Very mid-tier, I must say. Very so mid. Mid. mid,
3: so mid. What is it that you hope to get from having tea with us? You hope to win us over?
6: Oh, Astra, I didn't know that you would be here. I mean, I'm very happy to see you again, of course. I just wanted to meet Patty. Patty and I go way back, but we've never actually talked. I mean, as successful as (laughs) I am, I can attribute that to Patty and vice versa. We build each other up. Wow.
2: Patty's just going to cross her arms and glare. (laughs) That's certainly an interpretation
3: of your relationship. I sort of thought it was more like you were some sort of kind of, you know, that fish that attaches itself to like a super powerful and hot shark.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, I use my tabloid, try stories about Patty Hertz, and that helps me sell and and make money. But then I turn around and I raise Patty's status in the community. You think Patty would have gotten that job on Vin Weasel's Sea Monster Boat Race (laughs) movie if it wasn't for me? Oh. Wait, is this too soon, Patty? Oh, no. Shouldn't I not? Uh, I shouldn't oh, have. No. I shouldn't have brought that up. How
5: dare you! Everything that I got, I earned. Just because I'm very connected and very rich and very good looking and very popular and very well loved, doesn't mean that I didn't have to scratch my way to the top with my little rat claws.
7: <laughs>
3: Making it so hard to side with Patty. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And what did you do, Olgavia? Because you didn't make all this money on tabloids. I don't believe it. <laughs>
2: Esther is so focused on Olgavia's <laughs> money, and I love it.
3: <laughs> well...
2: Olgavia
3: has done what Astra has done, but to a much more successful degree. And I think that is making Astra
7: insane. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's not just this, Olgavia, is it?
6: Oh, shit. Well, I don't like to talk about it because it's such a traumatic time in my life, but. I was at one time the regent of Olvidel. Oh,
7: Ooh.
1: fuck!
3: Oh, what holy shit! The
1: fuck?
7: Fucking crazy!
1: Crazy, yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> Aster's gonna shoot a look at Patty. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, Patty is equally stunned. So
5: that's impressive. How did you manage? To weasel your way into becoming the regent of Olvidel. You have zero qualifications.
6: It's not something that you need qualifications. You're born into it. Hmm. And I was quite an impressive leader, I must say. Everybody in Olvidel loved me. I mean, it was a very long time ago, so I'm sure that you don't know anything about it. (laughs) Uh, A lot of it is lost to history because of the terrible tragedy that befell us. Uh, But I was beloved.
3: I mean, you're a pretty shitty ruler, because I don't know if you've seen
5: Olvidel recently, but it's a fucking mess. I was going to say, so you're the one who let the city get smushed into oblivion. Oh,
6: boy. (laughs) I was there fighting valiantly, but I'm just one person. I can't fight the doom weapon. I mean, I saved as many people as I could, and I mean, they're here with me now. My staff.
2: Fucking crazy, Justin. I don't
3: know where to begin. (laughs) I mean, Astra doesn't believe a single goddamn word that comes out of this lady's mouth. (laughs) Shit. Uh, I, I just think I don't know whether to call her out on this. 'Cause it's such a fucking crazy lie and Astra has no proof to the contrary.
2: Right? Like Patty only has her dislike for <laughs> <Maria>.
1: <laughs> it's somehow even more jaw dropping than her claim that she and Patty have been working together.
4: Oh my god. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's bananas. It's such a
4: creative interpretation of reality.
1: Creative interpretation is a good way to say it, yeah.
3: Astra's going to say, oh, Gavia, it's so funny you say that. Not funny, haha, but funny as in you're a liar and we <laughs> finally caught you out. That is funny. Isn't okay. that funny? funny? I feel like it... <laughs> Johnny would love that. <laughs> because you see, we have proof that your empire is based on lies and that you were never... The crowned regent of Ovidel, please. Uh, somebody who wears that many peacock feathers, please. <laughs> we have proof of all of this.
6: And what are you going to do with that proof, Astra? Are you going to print it?
3: Oh, wow, that hurt. Oh, burn.
6: <laughs> Sweetie, you can't trust anything that you read these days. <laughs> oh. If it's written down, it's probably a lie. And the only people <laughs> that are going to buy it are the rubes. You know that.
3: Olgavia is a fully self actualized Astro Wow. wow. Blep.
4: Yeah, exactly. Looking
1: <laughs> in the dark mirror.
4: She's already like, listen, Astra, we're playing the same game. Let me show you the moves, all right?
3: Wow. Well, Astro has to destroy Olgavia. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way she can avoid facing herself. Justin, you make me want to do something insane, and I just don't know what that <laughs> is. This, this
1: moment calls
3: for it, though.
1: Do it. As soon as she finds it, she's going to do it.
3: Once I know what it is...
6: We can go back to Tetra and Johnny if you want a little break.
3: Yeah, cut back to them while I just decide what insane thing I'm going to do.
1: Great.
6: Outside, Tetra and Johnny, what are the two of you doing?
1: As soon as it seems like Phagia is going to be busy escorting, Tetra's going to wander over to these people who are (laughs) (laughs) changed to the fence? Yeah, exactly.
6: (laughs) Yeah, totally. Make a diplomacy check.
1: Oh, Justin, I will make diplomacy check. Uh, that is a total of 21. Nice. Hey there, fellas. Looks like you're having quite a party.
6: Tetra, you're so charming. <laughs> oh, and Johnny's so charming. Both of you, oh, yeah.
2: Johnny's a little more charming now that he's not vomiting everywhere. <coughs>
7: yeah. Oh,
6: they're a little suspicious, though. They go, are you here uh, as friends of
1: Ogavia? Aw, oh, I like to think of myself as everybody's friend. But that means that right now, I'm friends with the two of you. <laughs> man, he is
3: charming though.
1: <laughs> the old man is like, There are no
6: friends of Agavia out here though. No? Uh, we're victims of her. Victims? Whoa. Are you chained up unlawfully? No, we've chained ourselves oh. here in protest. What? Agavia has stolen our work.
1: <gasps> oh. oh. Okay. Whoa.
2: Typical. Well, I'll
1: tell you what. I'm Tetra. This is Johnny. Hey. And who are the two of you?
6: Uh, the owl woman introduces herself. She says, uh, my name is Kaka. And <laughs> of course it is. I've been here the longest. Kaka. I wrote a a book about the planets that Ogavia has bought and, and buried. I've been waiting for months for her to release it. And she hasn't yet. Unlike some of these other authors, not quite so lucky. The old man is like, uh, uh, my name is Raj. Go cool twist and. I'm the creator of a puzzle book that uh, Ogavia has, has stolen, <laughs> trying to pass it off as some uh, new-age gobbledygook and uh, trading your brain grimmins. I'm just a man who loves puzzles. That's
4: all. Oh, I love it. this poor
6: old man.
3: I'm just a man who loves puzzles.
4: <laughs> and so, by chaining yourself to the door... <laughs> <laughs>
2: these two just don't understand activism the way that patty does
4: honestly yeah thank you internal voice Uh, i was just thinking if there's one person that like i think knows like the way the system works pretty well and like how to get people to notice you is like my dear friend patty hurts and so like when she's done in there with ogavia i bet she can really help you like maximize your
6: message if she comes back out most of the authors who go in there never never return, you know. It used to be a, a group of us out here, and every once in a while Ogavia will bring one inside the mansion and we don't see them again.
1: Well that doesn't sound good.
6: Whoa. What kind of books does she make? Like I've never ever really I guess I don't read books. Oh. Tetra, do you
1: read books? Or like <laughs> magazines? Sometimes. Do the two happen to have any copies of your manuscripts? It sounds like you're looking for a new publisher.
6: Raj Quiltwist, cool he reaches into uh, his bag with the hand that's not chained to the gate, uh, and he hands you a very nondescript puzzle book. It's just called Puzzles. <laughs> it's just got poor marketing. It's
4: really good, but it's just like very poorly marketing. And
6: Yeah, it doesn't ha- even have his name written on there. It- it's just a book of puzzles for people who love puzzles.
1: It's like it's begging to be stolen.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and how about you, Miss Kakaw?
6: I don't have my own book with me, but I I do have this, and she hands you a romance novel oh. written
1: by Cassandra Stiffpeaks Oh <laughs> my <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Well, you knew what my favorite genre was. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, of
3: course. Honestly,
4: Orem told me I should never read
1: these. That they're
6: like it. <laughs> Whoa! It's pretty sacrilegious. It's about <laughs> somebody who like fucks their way through like the entire pantheon of demigods. <laughs>
7: Oh my god
3: (laughs) Justin what does reading this give you (laughs) bonus
6: Knowledge religion You read uh, This is uh, is Divine doggy style about fucking The the three headed pug demigods Oh my god
1: Oh my god! (laughs) And it's, like, really
3: well-researched, so you do come away with it with
1: more knowledge of the bridge. Yeah, Yeah. Tetra, like, turns it sideways and holds it open for a second. No, Tetra, stop! (laughs) like, Johnny is, like, complaining
4: about, like, it existing, but he's, like, still managing to look somehow, even though he's, like,
1: covering his face. Like, oh my god, no, that's so gross! Amazing. All right, there is a time and a place for a book like this. Listen... We want to help the two of you out. I think Johnny's right. Our friend Patty could help you the most. Johnny, I want to see what happened to those missing authors. What do you say for a little heist? We know that Ogavia is otherwise detained by tea.
4: Yeah, oh my God. Mm -hmm. And if there's two people that can definitely keep somebody distracted, it's Patty and Astra together. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) All right, Tetra,
1: what do you think? I think we find our way in. All right. Yeah, Justin, uh, t- what Tetra wants to do is see if these guys know any info about where people enter and leave the house, and then it's just going to do an impromptu breaking and entering.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are doors around the mansion that are locked. However, anybody small size could get through them uh, through the peacock door.
1: Hmm. Tetra, I think I can get in, but then what do I do? Well, you've opened the door for me so I can get in.
4: Oh. And still wearing his jorts, uh, Johnny <laughs> <laughs> becomes tiny kid
1: Johnny. Little Johnny. <laughs> Little jorts Johnny. version. Sweet Johnny. Wee Johnny.
2: Hey. Wee Johnny.
1: <laughs> this, this
6: tiny muscular Johnny wearing jorts spins down, squeezes through the peacock a door flap uh, in the front door. Uh, Once inside, you see this terrible uh, room with all of the portraits. Uh, There is like a butler in here. He sees you come immediately. A peacock doesn't do anything about you. More concerned about not being seen. Um, So you are able to turn around and let Ted in after you.
4: Johnny's pretty weirded out by thinking he saw a butler and then looking again and seeing a peacock.
7: <laughs> and, uh,
4: he's like, um, tetra, hmm? I'm a little weirded out by all these peacocks. honestly. <laughs> like normally, like I'm fine with birds, and like they kind of remind me of dinosaurs, and I think that's super cool. And like, I honestly like the colors of these peacocks, but like, there's like something in their eyes, they're like watching us.
1: Johnny, I think they're watching you, and you better get used to it.
4: <laughs> this
1: is not helpful.
4: Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Well, Johnny stays wee, Johnny, uh, in the event that we come through another peacock door uh, that we need to get
1: through. Yeah, Tetra's not exactly the stealth type, uh, but is brazen enough just to follow its nose. Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Petra, don't sink. Tetra, <laughs> don't sneak. Tetra, don't sneak. Petra and Johnny entering the foyer. You both clock that the crystals hanging from the ceiling in the same setup as the solar system
1: is identical in concept to
6: what was in Olvidel Palace.
1: Oh, bizarre. God, she is such an Olvidel Palace fangirl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the weirdest way. Yeah,
3: she's so much like all those people who pretended to be Anastasia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love yeah. that. that's exactly.
1: Yeah. Right. I love it. Uh, Tetra's gonna reach over and tap Johnny and say, "That gives me the thought that maybe the rest of the palace's layout is gonna be replicated." Yeah, let's look for a way downstairs.
4: Whoa! Ooh, interesting. But like, why, Tetra?
1: Well, Johnny, people have funny reasons for doing things, and you can never be sure until you hear what those reasons are. You know,
4: that's true. Yeah. Like, last time, like, the solar system was, like, a key to, like, open a door, or there were, like, mm. those, like, gargoyles, right?
1: Well, you know, the last time what helped me was talking to one of the servants. You haven't seen a henchman or a... Oh my God. Housemaid or a
4: It's like really crazy you should say that because I thought I saw one and then I looked again and it was a peacock. <laughs> <laughs> like Johnny like looks over kinda of suspiciously over at one of like the closest peacock.
6: The, the peacock <laughs> meets your eyes amazing johnny johnny locks eyes
1: let's catch it <laughs> either catching it's going to be easy or not and if it's not tetra has the sadist lash to help
6: oh my god make either uh grapple or maybe like a sleight of hand if you have it
3: I love just this. is such a good comedy sequence that you're very <laughs> nice yeah. tackle. The peacock. God.
4: Yeah, I got a nine on my first, my grapple attempt.
6: Ooh. And a peafowl has a CMD of eight. So yes. you. all right, oh, that's enough. Johnny's got it.
3: Built for style, not combat. Get that peacock. <laughs> you get him.
6: The peacock tries to run it on its little feet out of the room, but Johnny, you are able to grab it up in your beefy arms,
4: and then I, I like gag its mouth to keep it from doing its very loud peacock call,
2: it's holding its little beak shut.
4: <laughs> All right, I drag it over to Tetra so it can start smelling things. <laughs>
1: uh justin i'm gonna make an intimidate check yeah this
2: poor peacock
1: so touch is gonna point at the peacock all right listen here pal we're gonna take that gag off and you're gonna be quiet until we ask you something you understand
4: Dodd for yes shake for no
6: <laughs> the peacock reforms into an adult man uh, in a butler's outfit Uh, he is still in your grapple, Johnny. Uh, he's terrified. He's like,
1: uh, uh, please, I'll do anything. Please, don't hurt me. Oh, we're not gonna hurt you. And Tetra-Cast reveals secrets. (laughs) You ask the target about a specific topic that can be described in ten words or fewer. Do you know a secret about the basement? I love this spell.
2: (laughs) It's always fun.
1: Yes, that's where Ogavia keeps
6: her special artifacts.
1: Yes! Oh, perfect. (sighs) Why don't you run on along and show us where the staircase is? Uh, well, it's behind a a wall.
6: I I can't get in there. the The trigger is in the banquet room, and Ogavia's in there
1: now.
3: Bet you could punch the wall down. <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
1: what do we want to do with him? Tie him up and put him in a broom closet?
4: Yeah, uh, I don't want to hurt him, but I am worried he'll tell his bros, and then like our exploration will be up. So like I think he's got to like. Sorry, dude, we gotta, like, knock you out. Like, it's not, like, gonna cause any permanent damage, but, like, you know. And
6: then Johnny knocks him out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I won't make you roll for that. He's not gonna fight back. He's a weak little guy.
1: Tetra wants to cast message on Astra. Spell says, you can whisper messages and receive whispered replies. Those nearby can hear with a DC-25 perception check. You point your finger at each creature you want to receive the message when you whisper. The whispered message is audible to all targeted creatures. So I guess Patty and Astra and Tetra's is going to say, Hey guys, we need to get through the wall into the basement. Something strange is going on.
3: Hmm, I'll say, <laughs> Astra says out loud.
1: Uh...
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Astral should look at Patty to see if Patty heard. Oh,
2: Patty definitely heard. And Patty's going to look back at Astra and just go, Hmm,
5: I don't know <laughs> that it's even worth our time to engage with this fraudster. <laughs> Perhaps we should see ourselves out. Olgavia, you haven't heard The
3: Last of Us, but that's probably what you want, isn't it? Damn.
6: <laughs> Olgavia says, Oh, girls, please don't leave empty handed. Uh, and oh, she stands no. up uh, and, and turns around, walks to the other side of the room. Patty you see smushed on her butt is a centipede. It's uh, <laughs> very embarrassing for her.
2: Patty smiles smugly
7: to herself.
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> she grabs from uh, like a small table in the corner a copy of Train Your Brain Gremlins by Madame O'Gavia. Of course. Uh, and a pen of and course. she begins to to sign it for you, Astra.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> it's taking every part of Astra's vibe to not rip the pen out of her hand and stab it through her hand. (laughs) By the way, Olgavia, you have a bug on your ass. (laughs) Good day to you. Astra says she takes one last giant mouthful of whatever beautiful cake she was eating.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stuffs it in her mouth. Frosting falls out.
3: Yeah, crumpling upon her dress. wild two years it has been everyone it feels like no time at all has passed but this show has been such a genuinely delightful and hilarious and chaotic element of my life for the last two years and i'm really proud of it and i'm so glad that i get to spend time playing with these people that I care so much about sorry to be soppy on maine but i love burnt cookbook party and i hope you all love it too and a special thank you to all our Patreons. Your support empowers us to keep making this show and to even sometimes improve upon it. Especially those of you who have been with us from the start. We cannot say enough how much we appreciate the fact that you are willing to support this weird, goofy, independent little show. Also, we now have a P.O. box in case you want to send us a two-year-old birthday present to celebrate us finally learning empathy. Please direct any mail to Jenna Steiber. PO Box 2636, St. Louis, Missouri 63116. If you're sending from a service that needs a physical address, send it to Jenna Steber, 4455 Ridgewood Avenue, PO Box 2636, St. Louis, Missouri 63116. And that information is also in the show description of this episode if you didn't have a pen and paper handy to write it down. Thank you in advance. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zoblin and Tetra, me, Jenna Stieber as Esther Blepp, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. This episode was edited for content by Justin Green and edited for sound by Akshay Balakrishnan.
0: Produced by Jenna Stieber. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods